This message comes from NPR sponsor, BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time free of charge. Visit BetterHelp.com Latino to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp. My household growing up was very, very Colombian-focused, man, because uh, my parents were obviously fresh to Canada, and I was born, and I was born in Toronto. But in the house, we maintained, like, a real connection to our roots. I wasn't allowed to speak English at home. And food, man, my mom's the best cook. Like, the wicked, like, I'm spoiled. I'm aware. I'm very spoiled. When I come home, still, like, empanadas listas, con un sancochito, y ají pique pa echarle a los dos, tamales, arroz de leche. Oof, she's like, tiene una mano la verraca en la cocina. From NPR and Futuro Media, it's Latino USA. I'm Maria Hinojosa. Today... How Grammy-nominated artist Jesse Reyes sings from the soul. There's this funny thing that can happen when adult children leave the nest and then come back for a visit. My parents still, when I go home, my par- I'm still at like, I'm sure they still think I'm two feet tall inside, you know? One day, Jesse Reyes was in her parents' kitchen in Toronto, Canada trying to post on Instagram for her 1.5 million followers. I was trying to do a story of me singing a cover. And as I start singing, my mom's like trying to talk to me. Okay. Like she's telling me not to leave like certain things in the kitchen that type of way. And I'm like, bueno, ma. And then I tried recording again. Interrupted again, I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) It's all in like a sequence. So, yeah, I still get it. And if we're not just from them, from my brother, from my cousins, because I'm the youngest, so I I hear it from everybody. These moments of levity with her tight-knit family keep the 28-year-old singer honest, even in the midst of her meteoric rise. From sold-out shows. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I gotta get out of my feelings. Hi, my name is Jesse Reyes. To high-profile late-night television performances. He is a rising singer-songwriter whose debut EP, Kiddo, has amassed over 30 million streams worldwide. Wow. Making her late-night television debut performing figures, please welcome Jesse Reyes! The artist has gained a following for her rich sound tinged with pop and R&B that's paired with a soulful voice and brutally vulnerable lyrics. Figures I gave you right to die and you gave me games Love figures One of her first singles, Figures, premiered in 2016 on Apple's Beats One Radio. Love figures Most recently, Jessie received her first Grammy nomination in the Best Urban Contemporary Album category for her EP, Being Human in Public. 
and in true to Jesse form, her parents were the first ones to break the news to her. By showing up at her hotel door and waking her up. You got nominated for a Grammy. I swear. Being human in public. Best urban contemporary album, girl! Let's go! In this How I Made It segment, where we highlight Latino creators and the work they make, Jessie talks about the role of music in her childhood, how she writes through her own emotional pain, and how even when her fans sing along to her saddest songs, she feels more connected to them than ever. Here's Jessie Reyes. Early on, I fell in love with music. My dad plays, he always played at home, and... Like on a Sunday morning, I remember waking up to hearing him practicing and I'd hear, And then I'd go up and start singing with him. He used to sing that one, he used to sing. It's funny because he dedicates that song to my mom because they have a big age gap. They have like a 10-year age gap, so he sings that to her, <laughs> which is funny. But he used to sing that too all the time. He still does. He'll grab the guitar every now and then and hop on. My name is Jesse Reyes, and I sing sad songs. I knew early on that I loved music, and being around it because of my dad really helped to figure that out. But I guess writing-wise, it wasn't until I was in grade 7 that I started learning about poetry. And then my first heartbreak when I when I was like 16, I I couldn't be in class because I'd cry. I couldn't like I I had a hard time with my first heartbreak. I was still writing music, but like I'd been writing music since I was little, since I was 11, and mixing it with poetry. But when I was 16, that's the first time that I made somebody cry with my song. It was it was an experience for me. I was like, what? Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. It was just new. It was new and it was strange and it was interesting and it was crazy. I'm crazy for trying and crazy for crying and I'm crazy for loving Far Away is originally a long-distance love song. It's having love for somebody, being in love with somebody, and, and being kept apart by distance. Hand on the Bible, I think you're the love of my life. Maybe get a hop on a flight to find me. I feel like I need you tonight beside me. You're still a world away, and you're still waiting for your papers. Been feeling like the government wants us to break up. iPhone XXX, FaceTime saves us. I feel what you feel when you're far away. 
Once the song was done, the one line that kept sticking out to me was the government wants us to break up. I remember crying because I'd watched this interview and I saw this little girl bawling and all I could see was me and thinking about how I care about my family and all of that. So I wanted to make a moment. I wanted to make this potent moment that was viscerally connected to that line. And then I like the fact that the song on its own stands alone. The song on its own stands along as this like sad, long distance love story. And the video, the video is just a, a depiction of the immigration crisis that's going on about separating Latino families, about the negative Latino stereotypes that we have to fight against, about the prejudice, about all of that. So I like the idea that those are so different and on opposite sides of the spectrum, but they're symbiotic because they have to exist together. That's a topic of conversation often that like musicians or artists have a responsibility to be politically vocal and, and all these things, but I don't, it's not that preconceived for me because it would feel inauthentic. For me, it's just about being honest. And this honestly hurts right now. Sometimes when you're singing the song, it's like, it's like a wound you're trying to heal, but then you keep opening the wound every time you sing, so it's difficult, but it's interesting, it's a moment, it's a spiritual moment between me and friends that I've never met. Figures, I'm the bad guy cause I can't learn to trust, love, figures, <laughs> you say sorry once and you think it's enough. Figures was inspired by a low point in my life, it was heartbreak. I was sad, I was across the world, I was in Sweden at the time. I like cried in the studio, I broke down. It was a mess, I was drinking, I was skinny as hell. It was sad, there was a lot of songs I wrote that week. I don't know if it makes me feel better, but I don't, I don't, what, like once I write a song, at least you're busy. It's not even just like better, but busy, because then at least you're doing something that keeps your mind off the pain. The reason I don't write a lot of happy songs is because happiness is like eating a cake. Happiness is like eating something you love, something that you like soul food, like you put it in and it's like, mm, you just feel good. And you like that in your body and you like the feeling. But heartbreak, heartbreak is like poison. Heartbreak is like eating like just, just the grossest like 50 year old like egg that got left out or something. And you have it in you and it's not even, you don't even have to think about throwing up. Your body just does it. I feel like that's why sad songs come out of me, because it just hurts so bad. And I just, I don't know, maybe I want it out. Maybe I just, I don't know, but it, but it comes out. Like it just comes out. There are songs that I hear now that I'm like, I wish I could hug myself, because I hear how hurt I am. And I know it was for dumb reasons, but you're human, so your heart gets the best of you, and you go on this wave, and you're standing on the edge, and you don't know what to do. And then, God willing, you grow. But when you hear that moment, and you're looking at yourself, and you're learning to love yourself more, you just want to hug yourself and be like, it'll be okay. You're going to be okay. But there's two sides. I'm happy I was able to make a little bit of money, make some money, make some shows off of Heartbreak. I'm happy I was able to flip that, to flip that L into a W and now keep it moving because this is what I want to do with my life. 
But it's also hard because every time I sing, every time I sing, it's that. It's it's like if you have a wound and you're trying to heal it, but every time you sing, you're sticking your fingers in an open wound and it's bleeding. But then, at the same time, to play devil's advocate, when I'm at a show and I'm doing that and I'm singing and I'm way, I'm like 10 meters into my heart. And I feel like crying. That's me going way in the past. And then I come back to the present because I hear people singing. And then I open my eyes and I see people singing back to me. I'm not alone in that pain anymore. And now it's us. And it's my dreams and it's all of that. It's such a juxtaposition. It's such an incredible contrast. Because it's like pain and dreams just behind my eyelids. words of Colombian-Canadian singer Jessie Reyes. Her debut album titled Before Love Came to Kill Us is set to be released on March 27th. And dear listener, we have a special treat for you. Jessie stopped by the Latino USA offices not long ago, and she played a live acoustic version of one of the songs off her Grammy-nominated EP, Being Human in Public. So, Here's a moment from our Live from Latino USA series. We leave you with Jesse Reyes performing her song, Sola. Te conviene no decirme que me quieres Prefiero que te alejes Prefiero que me dejes sola Te conviene no andar firmando papeles Ni subir los decibeles Estoy cerca de ti Yo no soy el tipo de mujer Con quien tu mamá te quiere ver Me hacen falta tantas cosas Y me fallan tantas otras Nunca te podría complacer Ellas son fieles Ellas son santas, ellas son buenas, perdonan cachadas, no hacen escenas, no piden nada. Yo no te podría complacer, no soy ese tipo de mujer. Conviene andar soñando ilusionada Si no sirvo estando atada Soy un águila volando sola 
Necesito desvestirme tu perfume Ese aroma me consume Y no te quiero confundir Yo no soy el tipo de mujer Con quien tu mamá te quiere ver Me hacen falta tantas cosas Y me faltan tantas otras Nunca te podría complacer Ellas son fieles, ellas son santas, ellas son buenas, perdonan calladas, no hacen escenas, no piden nada. Yo no te podría complacer, no soy ese tipo de mujer ellas son fieles ellas son santas ellas son buenas perdonan calladas no hacen escenas no piden nada yo no te podría complacer no soy ese tipo de mujer no soy ese tipo To view the rest of Jesse Reyes live from Latino USA performance, visit our website, latinousa.org. This episode was produced by Janice Yamoka and edited by Sofia Paliza Carr. The Latino USA team includes Miguel Macias, Fernanda Camarena, Antonia Cerejido, Maggie Freeling, and Alisa Escarce, with help from Ginny Montalvo and Joanne De Luna. Our engineers are Stephanie LeBeau and Julia Caruso. Additional engineering this week by Leah Shaw. Our production manager is Natalia Fiedelhortz. Our digital editor is Amanda Alcantara. Our interns are Julia Inés Esparza and Julia Rocha. Our theme music was composed by Zenia Rubinos. If you like the music you heard on this episode, stop by latinousa.org and check out our weekly Spotify playlist. I'm your host and executive producer, Maria Hinojosa. Join us again on our next episode. And in the meantime, look for us on all of your social media. I'll see you there. Ciao. Latino USA is made possible in part by the Wincote Foundation, the Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide, and the Heising Simons Foundation, unlocking knowledge, opportunity, and possibilities. More at hsfoundation.org. My parents come on tour with me, but they love it. They, they like coming on tour. They have fun. You can definitely catch them at shows with both flags, Colombian and Canadian flags. That's funny. Who was Qasem Soleimani, and what exactly was his role in Iran? This week on Throughline, how the assassinated Iranian general and the organization he represented have shaped the relationship between the U.S. and Iran for decades. That's this week on Throughline from NPR, the podcast where we go back in time to understand the present.
I'm Maria Hinojosa, and next time on Latino USA, Alejandra Guzman is known as the queen of Latin American rock and roll. I talk with her about her legendary career and about what the rockera lifestyle looks like with wrinkles and hip replacements. That was not my time to die, and everybody thought I was going to die, but uh-uh. That's next time on Latino USA.